James Altucher. Stephen X. Dubner. Say somebody's name, any person, any human on earth. James Altucher. Right, James X. Altucher. How does that it, is doesn't cool. it improve it? It's name like, any other name. It's like Malcolm X. It's like a little any, tough. Any other name. Any other name. I don't know. Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack X. Obama. Plus you get the added bonus of XO. Yeah. Do you like that song, X's and O's? Is that a good song? I don't song? know it. I don't oh, you got to listen to that song. Give me one other name. Female name. A female person. Um, Hillary Clinton. Hillary X. Clinton. Yeah, powerful. How, I think, honestly, I think, uh, let me propose from the floor of the QOD nominating booth. That Always f- name your kid with a middle name X. That from here on out, how about you and I decide that all seven point whatever billion people on earth hereby have the middle initial X. No, then I think it loses its power. But I will promise you this. If I ever have another child, the middle name's going to be X. I appreciate that. And how about first name Stephen with a PH? Sure. You know, nobody knows Stephen how to pronounce X my name Altucher. anymore, Stephen, when they see it. Because now, because Steph Curry, now I'm Stefan. I've been renamed. Well, when people see my name, which happens to be spelled S-T-E-P-H-E-N. I'm going to use a V then. I appreciate it. So Stephen X, with a V, X, Stephen X. I like it. James, I got a question for you. Oh, look at this. The question asker happens to be named Steve. His last name is Rakuskas. He's from Sarasota, Florida. So I'm going to assume his middle initial is X. So Steve X Rakuskas from Sarasota, Florida writes and says, Hey, huge fan of QOD, Question of the Day, and Freakonomics podcast. I just turned 40, and I know I have to keep healthy, he writes. What exercise regimen will allow me to live a long, enjoyable life? He goes on to say, I have friends that have to post daily about their half marathon, Tough Mudder, 50-mile bike ride. He needs new friends, plainly. Or how they just completed a two-hour workout, etc. I know you have talked about the Blue Zones. That's your thing, James. Where the majority of the centennials, I guess that's people 100 years and older, just do light exercise daily. That is walking, gardening, etc. Here's his real question of the day from Steve X. Rakuskas. Do you think that my 45-minute daily walks with my dog listening to Question of the Day and Freakonomics podcasts will keep me fit for a long time. You know, my personal opinion, and this is just personal opinion. No science all, allowed. No science allowed. Because you know why? All the science is is BS. Like for every diet out there that well, eliminates, well, well, let me just finish. For every diet out there that eliminates some important macronutrient, there's some society that where there's many healthy hundred-year-old people that all they do is consume that macronutrient, unless it's like Doritos or whatever. Like the butter people of northern New Zealand. But, you know, that's, you know, not... The cigar smokers of eastern Patagonia. I I think the reality is you always have to move. Like when we're kids, we run around all the time. So any kind of movement, like, and walking is a great exercise. What's to to make you say that that's uh, an optimal or a more optimal state? Maybe... Maybe the reason that, uh, you know, maybe two hours of running around the recess and after school was, you know, what's responsible for all of us being so fill-in-the-blank, whatever yeah. you want to so, call our generation. So, so I don't know. I'm only going to tell you what I did, okay? And I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. I haven't— You look—you're ripped. <laughs> I'm not ripped. That's no, the whole thing. Ripped. I don't think having muscles or six-pack is that important. But I don't—I haven't been to a doctor in decades, so I haven't been to a doctor since I was a kid, essentially. Not that that means anything, but I'll just tell you exactly. And I haven't gained weight. I did gain weight for a while when I turned 40, actually. And then I did one thing, which changed everything. Can we guess it? Can we play 20 questions? Yeah, you can guess it. Did you stop eating a certain kind of food? No. 
stop eating a certain color of food. No. You did that for a while. I, I've tried everything. No I've tried at night. You've I, had all kinds I've of diets. I've tried every diet out there. I've tried 100% of the diets out there. Is the thing I'm trying to guess, I'm up to two questions, the thing I'm trying to guess an exercise thing? No. Is it a sleep by, by thing? By the way, I had a trainer. I tried every kind of, I did yoga. I tried. I did Pilates. I did every kind of exercise. I get mm. hiked. So it's not about exercise. It's not about nutrition. Is it about sleep? I didn't say it was about those things. But oh, you didn't say it was, it was not about exercise um, or nutrition. I, it, it wasn't like sleep was the answer, by the way. Um, that's not the answer I'm thinking of, but I did make sure I sleep eight hours a day. Like whenever I feel like a sniffle, I make sure I sleep like nine or 10 hours a day. You know what I night. do when I feel a sniffle is I exercise. Okay. Well, I, I sleep. Different cats, same kennel. Yeah. Does it have to do with locomotion, how you get to someplace or no. transportation? Does it have although, to. Although walking, better than not walking. Does it have to do with a mental or cognitive process? No. Does it have to do with a relationship? No. Does it have to do with a feeling of gratitude of some kind? No, no, no. All that is mm. whatever. Plenty does, of does plenty of obese to, people feel grateful. Does it have to do with a sexual activity, even a self-oriented sexual activity? No. Don't you love how I didn't ask you if you're masturbating a lot? But very... I do. I, again, probably having sex is better than not having sex. <laughs> oh, I would say definitely having sex is better than not having yeah, sex. Sure. Depends unless you really, on unless you really don't like sex. <laughs> There are people who don't like sex. Um, a lot of them live in Connecticut, apparently. So uh, Why do you say they live in Connecticut? I don't know. It just seems like a kind of sexless state. <laughs> We're going to get in trouble saying that? Everybody in Connecticut is going to stop listening to QOD. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty stumped. Can you give a clue? Yeah, don't I'll tell just me. tell you. No, don't tell me. Okay, it does have to do with food. Oh, so it is something you started eating some, more of or stopped eating some of? No. Carbs? No, no, not nothing no. like that. I, I said no to your question. It does have to do with, oh, one meal a day. I stopped eating. Instead of eating three meals a day, I went to two meals a day. And no snacks. And that's it. We'll finally finish answering a question, but right after this. I am constantly thinking about, and even terrified about this question. When should I start seriously thinking about my financial future? The obvious answer is 20 years ago, but another answer is right now. And a smart way to realize that thought is to sign up with Betterment. Betterment is America's largest automated investing service and manages billions of dollars for people just like you. People who are serious about securing their nest egg, people who want to actualize their dreams, but are looking for the right tools to grow their savings. Betterment costs less than traditional financial services, uses smarter technology that automates your investing, and keeps the stress away when you sleep at night. This helps you make better financial decisions, and since your Betterment account invests with your personal goals in mind, you'll have added peace of mind. It's easy to start investing with them right away by linking your bank account or rolling over your 401k or IRA. Remember, it's never too late to save for retirement, the trip around the world you always wanted to take, or any of your other long-term personal goals. And Betterment has changed the industry by making investing easier and at a lower cost. Get up to six months of automated investing free and more information when you go to Betterment.com slash question. That's Betterment.com slash question. Betterment, investing made better. The silence you hear is me being underwhelmed by yeah. the gravity of the change that Be would produce such a large result. Because the, the, the... Which meal did you give up? Dinner? No, I would say I gave up 
breakfast you, you and about to, and about half a, of dinner. You used to be a breakfast eater? Yeah, I'm, I'm always a breakfast I eater. I thought you were a fellow non-breakfast eater No, like no, me. I love breakfast. I basically gave up, I'll call it breakfast and half of dinner. And the reality now, is, is just that your metabolism is not as good. So if you want to stay healthy and you want things to keep flowing and you don't want to gain weight and you don't want to get diabetes and all these things, you, you, there's no way around it. Like your metabolism slower after the age of 40. So you just have to eat less. Now, and I found so many of my, you go back on Facebook and you see everybody who doesn't switch their diet, like from all your past lives, you know, from school or work or whatever. And if they didn't change their diet, they just simply start gaining weight and they start losing their health at the age of 40. So let me ask Doesn't you a question. Doesn't matter what exercise they're doing. Let me ask you a question. When you gave up breakfast, do you think... No, no, I mostly give up... I, I would say I mostly give up dinner. Oh, so you're still eating breakfast? I'll eat like a smaller breakfast and, what do you I'll, eat and I'll eat like... I'll mostly give Here, up dinner. Here's what I'm getting at. This is something that's always kind of perturbed me is American breakfasts are basically carbs. Yes. Which is not uh, the if way the world carbs, eats. Right, if you're so if you carbs, go to the Middle though. East, you're eating hummus and cucumbers and fruits. Um, Europe, you know, the breakfast can be more balanced. But here, our breakfasts are pancakes and waffles and cereal. And so I think, I, I haven't been a breakfast eater for a long time. I'm just not very hungry. But I think if people want to do kind of follow in your footsteps and surrender a meal or half a meal, that breakfast makes a lot of sense just because weirdly the menu of breakfast stuff that we've chosen, plus which like there aren't a lot of lean meats for like we don't eat chicken, steak. Some people eat fish, you know, salmon, but it's it's bizarre to me what Americans eat for breakfast. Yeah. It's like we have to have the kind of sweet comfort food. So if I do carbs for, first off, if you're going to eat carbs, do it in the morning. Maybe this is right. Maybe this is wrong. Again, I'm not a nutritionist. I would occasionally eat a muffin. I stick to one item for breakfast. So if I'm going to eat something, I might eat like a muffin leg for of breakfast. Lamb. I won't eat a leg Cassoulet. of lamb. But, but really then the main meal is I try to go till 2, 3 o'clock. I'll eat like a nice size and hopefully nutritious meal. No snacking. And I try to go to bed a little bit hungry. And I don't know if it's good or bad or anything, but it's prevented me from gaining weight and it's helped me to lose weight during the times when I've gained weight. And you've gotten even more handsome over the last several years. It's I true. Say. I have, uh, I've been I'm a model for many magazines and uh, no, just kidding about that. So let me, I've, so, I've, I've gotten just as ugly as I've always been. <laughs> so when Steve X. Rakuskas asks, um, do you think my 45 minute daily walks with my dog listening to your podcasts will keep me fit for a long time? So I would say, I would say yes, mentally but fit. Only, <laughs> only if you listen, Steve, to the right podcasts. So question of the day will keep you fit. Freakonomics radio will keep you fit. The James Altucher show will keep you fit. Maybe note to self with our um, our, our our former guest co-host Manoush Zamarodi will keep you fit. But let me tell you this, Steve: if you listen to This American Life or Serial or Radio Lab, you might die. You're going to die. Maybe not today. Maybe but, not tomorrow. But, but you are going to die. By the Steve. way, there's nothing wrong with walking. I just want to add. But if you really are concerned about health and diet and weight then weight is all about food and sleep. I hear that listening to fresh air will give you Crohn's disease, for instance. Yeah, so horrible. you have to be really careful about the podcasts you choose. Can't wait until tomorrow for more QOD. Hear a clip from our next show right after this. 
Hey, Airwolf listeners, this is Chris Gethard. I have a new show coming out. It's called Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. Every week, I open the phone line to one anonymous caller, and I can't hang up first no matter what. From philosophical discussions... If you were to be eaten by an animal of your choice, which one would it be? And family secrets... The doctor that delivered me, I believe, was Ron Paul. ...to shocking confessions... I was doing what they call internet porn... ...and shameless self-promotion. Because I think I am the greatest musician in the whole entire world. Oh, yeah! Listen on Earwolf.com, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. On the next question of the day... James and Stephen, exclamation point. My question, colon, I like his, this guy punctuates the hell out of a sentence. How many creative projects should a person work on simultaneously? Love that question. That's a great question. Great question. I have a few thoughts, but I'm much more curious to hear your thoughts, James. 